Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I don't know why I always do that. I always say, whoops. I always am like, good morning, good morning. It's like, idiot, quit doing that. It's a podcast. A uh, couple dozen people watch it live. You don't need to worry about what time of day it is. Just get into it and don't, hey, wow, it's a, it's a wonderful morning here. Weather's good. Idiot. Uh, welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Today is uh, a little bit of trepidation. Oh, God. Because uh, I go to the... Uh, I go to this doc who uh, is going to give me some medicine for my knee. This doc is awesome. He's the, uh, he's, he's been known to the family for quite some time. He's been instrumental in fixing Jacqueline's knees. And, uh, the, the problem is, um, he's always late. So you schedule like a one thirty. And then you're sitting on the table with the, the white paper on it for like six hours. You know, you're going through the drawers in the exam room. You're fiddling with shit because you're bored of looking at everything that exists on the internet. Why are you waiting for this fucker to come in? Nice guy, though, except I can't understand him. He'll be talking to you. Hey, mama. Uh, and I always got this look on my face when he's talking to me. And I'm kind of like really trying to focus on his lips to maybe piece together some of the words. I might, uh, I might not even have arthritis in this knee. I, I, I'm just going by what I think he said. 
it might be that I'm going to get the knee amputated today. I have no idea. We go into the office, and then I guess uh, the plan is he injects some type of uh, viscous material that promotes, I don't even know, but uh, the way he described it is it's almost like a, uh, a gel. He's going to inject a gel into my knee, and it's going to provide months and months of comfort so that the knee isn't so stressed and painful. With this arthritis. My God. All right. And then I got to thinking, I go, uh, gel, that sounds like something that requires a rather thick needle to get. I mean, is this going to be like uh, jamming my leg with a samurai sword? <laughs> um, so we shall see. Rick says days on days, not months on months, at least in my experience. Perhaps he's, perhaps he's had this done. Uh, he says walk backwards. Oh, I do. I do. I, I do walk backwards. I do all those things. Uh, but my running days are over. Apparently, uh, Rick has been able to reverse the aging process with the old knees over toes. By the way, when I explained that to him, because I actually said, I go, oh, yeah, hey, Doc, by the way, I'm doing knees over toes. He, goes, what are you doing? he didn't know. I go, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I do I build, do strength exercises this way. And he goes, you do? He's, he's like, thinks I'm crazy. I go, no, it works. I swear to God, it works. So I, like, taught him something. This is like after having been there for, like, 15 hours at this point. So the plan is go there, hopefully get that damn shot in a reasonable amount of time so I can get my ass, limp my ass over to King's Room Barbershop where I'll be there at uh, 2.30 to like 4.30. And then after that, the EZ tour continues. Um, well, I think it does. I was talking with Doug over at Bosco's Pub. I go, hey, man, if you need me, I'll help you out. I'll help you out. He goes, okay, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. So I don't know if I'm going to be there yet. Um, Ryan says, the doc probably thinks knees over toes is some kind of third world medicine trick. Linda says doctors don't care about alternatives to drugs and procedures. Well, that's a very blanket statement. I don't believe that at all. She's saying, did you hear what she said? All doctors don't care about alternative to drugs and procedures. You sound like a crazy right winger with that comment. Um, speaking of Bosco's, I had mentioned to you guys, excuse me, I got an itch in my ear and I got to jam my finger up it in order to get it to stop itching. Oh, God. Now there's all sorts of cheese on my finger. Um, so, all right, more stupidity. Kenny weighs in with Linda's not wrong. So now we got two idiots in the same stupid camp. They don't even want to talk about chiropractors. Uh, 
Ryan jokes, all doctors hate people. Dumb shit Linda responds with, that's how they make money. Yeah, that you might as well be a member of Ottawa Impact with a statement like that. Are you going to hang out with Kristen Megan Kelly this weekend and talk about uh, Big Pharma? Rick's another moron. I'm with Kenny and Linda. We're going after Big Doctor. Shut up, you idiots. Tyler jokingly says, yeah, that's why COVID was invented. You're all a bunch of right-wing fucks. Shut the fuck up. Rick. Oh, yeah, watch Painkiller on Netflix. Oh, yeah, that does it. Uh, A TV show. Oh, yeah, hey. Hey, man. Uh, Let's go ahead and uh, get educated on the medical system. Turn on Netflix, moron. God damn. Rick says, you're the person that thinks the healthcare industry isn't F. Uh, all right, fine, whatever. All I know is I got twat one saying, oh, doctors don't like alternative medicine. I got another dipshit who goes, she ain't wrong. And then dipshit number three is saying, hey, man, I saw this on Netflix. It's true. God damn. Uh, Ryan says it's surprising the former Zaniacs didn't invite Kristen, Megan Kelly to their next Zane crow party. Uh, Kenny and hey man, <laughs> they don't care about curing anything. They're about gaining customers dummy. Well, then why do you go? If they're, if they're, they don't care about you, why did you spend all that time going to the doctors and getting all those tests dummy? You should have just been home uh, playing Defender. Why did you even waste the time uh, to the fucking going to the doctor? Corey goes Star Wars on us and says only a Sith speaks in absolutes. So there you go. We got three Sith right here. Linda is a Sith, Kenny and Rick. Three Sith fucks. Fuck you, Sith. Tim says, my doctor uh, very rarely prescribes me any meds. Oh, no, man. That's bullshit. You're lying, Tim. Idiots. Uh, Kenny says, first, Defender sucks. Second, pain was horrifying and I needed drugs. Yeah, but why would you go to someone who you don't trust, who only sees you as as a customer? It's because that's not true. Chris from Buffalo says, good morning. Looks like I walked into a shit show. Yeah. Uh, three idiots have decided to wage a uh, war on the medical profession and indict an entire industry because uh, one dumb shit just made it up out of thin air that all they care about is uh, is uh, that they don't agree with alternative forms of medicine. Dipshit number two agrees with her. And dipshit number three watches Netflix to break down the info with us. Oh, man, did you watch the uh, Big Pharma Fest on Netflix? Ooh. God damn. 
Well, I didn't even anticipate it going on this road. It's just that you idiots basically got all this shit on the front of your mind and it just had to come out. How dumb are you? God dang it. So anyway, I, I know I know it, it goes against your norms. Uh, my physician who spent years perfecting his uh, his efforts in uh, in in osteopathic medicine, I could either um, go with what he says, okay, on one hand, or uh, the purveyor of paintball with his info on uh, tech and doctors from Netflix. Hmm. I don't know. Let me let me think about it. I don't know. This one might be a, a toss-up. Uh, Linda says at least the audience members are getting along today. Even Rick and I agree on something. I, wait a minute. Are you suggesting that you don't agree with Rick? Wait a minute. Are you saying something nice and then attacking Rick at the same time? Is that what you're doing, Linda? What the hell is wrong with you? Ryan says, Sith Lord sometimes fight. Nick says, I just cure everything with THC and CBD. No doctors needed. And Rick loves that too. After I get my knee fixed by modern medicine and not voodoo, blanket statements, and Netflix. Sunday, 8 a.m., is the big CT scan. Rick says, you might as well call me early. And then he says, let's fight. What the fuck? Let's get the voodoo princess on here. Hold on a second. Uh, I'm not I'm not ready. I, I hit the button early. Hang on. You're talking and they can't hear you. Okay, start over. Pretend you just picked it up. <clears throat> I said that you've really been throwing some punches this week. I don't know about that. <laughs> Listen back. I mean, I've, all I'm doing is um, I'm more of a mediator. I'm more of a referee. You know, I got people I'm, on this show that are attacking each other and being mean to each other. I, I don't know about any referees that talk shit to the opponents. Oh, that's not true. Referees to get get your ass in the box. You ever play hockey? You, you probably hear a lot of that. Oh yeah, I I hear that all the time. Timmy Mayer, shut the fuck up and get in there. <laughs> I love it. I love reading their lips sometimes when you know some shit's going down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler says he would describe me more as a sniper than a ref. No, uh, no, you're laying heavy artillery a lot of the time. It's not one. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So. You know, obviously, you've had some success with your exercises. Oh, man. I, you can't just call it success, man. I'm a new person. 
Okay. Now, did the doctor do an x-ray and say you have arthritis? Yes. Okay. And uh, you went so far as to get the shot that I'm talking about. Do you do you know what the shot is? Um, I, I have taken a shot. Um, mine was called, I think it was Duroline, if I remember the name of it correctly. And I don't know if that's exactly what you're getting, but it sounded like the same uh, the same type of thing. It might be. It might be. Um, and it felt good for a short amount of time for you. Yeah, it did. It was like when I first got it, I was like, okay, this is it. And I can move around a little bit better. So I decided to play. I played like two or three sessions that weekend playing paintball I'm talking about. So I played kind of hard on it, ran around a lot, did a lot of diving and stuff and felt pretty good that day. And over the next week, the achiness just kind of came back. And in my mind, without being a medical professional, in my mind, I, I kind of, you know, maybe it didn't set up right. Like, I don't know exactly the process, but I feel like I was too hard on it too early. Oh, so, okay. I get it. It's your fault. Okay. Possibly, possibly it might be my fault. Cause my doctor said, Eric, this is, um, this is to, uh, extend, uh, pain-free days and to kick the can down the road of a total knee replacement. So yeah, you definitely don't want that because those are not made to be active on. So I've kind of just resigned myself to my running days are over, but you have uh, bucked the trend by, um, doing knees over toes. And I, I, I described to you, uh, minutes ago when I explained this to him, he thought I was crazy. Well, I mean, you probably never listened to that, that Joe Rogan podcast, did you? I watched bits of it online. I watched bits of the interview. Well, then the dude, I can't remember dude's name. He's the knees over toes guy. He's got yeah, a pretty that's all you got to do is look knees over toes. You'll find him. Right. So on, in his little three hour story, he tells on the Joe Rogan podcast, he talks about how a lot of uh, physical trainers and medical professionals were very against it and that it was, it was looked at as a, an activity you should not do because it's going to do damage to your knees. And at least in my experience, that's all I can talk about is my experience. Yeah. It's opposite. My, my legs are so much stronger than they used to be. And I have very little pain. I had problems going up, up and down, just simple sets of stairs. So I had to like, um, you know, my knee, right knee is the, is the bad one. So if I was going up a set of stairs, I'd have to lift up on my left foot and bring my right foot up oh, next yeah. to it repeatedly, right? I couldn't, I didn't want to put uh, uh, reach forward with my right foot to put all my weight there. And now I can go up and down stairs, no problem. And it's just, the only thing I've changed, I mean, I've lost a little bit of weight, but the only thing I've really changed as far as strength goes is do, you know, pulling my sled backwards every single day with about 75 pounds on it and my legs are strong. You know, I, uh, I, I did a lot of knees over toes exercises as well. Uh, my legs are stronger. They're not as strong as yours. Uh, there was some relief, um, enough relief that it's manageable and, but I don't, I can't run. I still can't run. Any type of running is just, is awful. It just starts to ache. And I, again, I am no professional at all. All I can speak of is my experience. Yeah, you are. You got Netflix. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And that, that's a good, that painkiller. That's pretty good. You got to watch that. I mean, it talks about the opioid epidemic and kind of how, well, you know, uh, a, a portion of it, or how it started or whatever, but anyway, check it out on your own time. But, uh, <laughs> the walking backwards thing that definitely helps. I think that gets those muscles working that aren't, aren't always being used, but I'm a big believer in dragging that sled backwards. Cause not only are you getting those muscles working, you're building them up pretty significantly. And, uh, um, it, it it's a world of difference all the time. 
not just when you're trying to be active or, or you know, do something productive. Are you in your office? Well, yeah. <laughs> I I hear a voice. It's it's my uh, it's my uh, caller ID talking to me. Somebody's calling right now. Uh, Nate says, weird how all you got to do is trick people into moving around a bit and everything is magically better. Try laying on your back and pointing your toes at the full, at the full moon. I saw it on Hulu. I can't tell if Nate's making fun of you or me. I don't know, but it's funny. I don't care what he's doing. That's good. Um, Tim says walking backwards is like rolling back the odometer of an old car. Well, for some, maybe now Linda she says, oh, yeah, no, doctors just, Kenny and Linda are like, oh, yeah, all, you, all they're trying to do is get new customers. They don't even care about you. They want you sick. You don't believe that, do you? Because that's just dumb. I believe that. Oh, my God, you asshole. Hey, uh, okay, but l- listen, let's, let's not throw me all the way to one side of the spectrum, though. I mean, if I'm sick or hurt, I'm going to the doctor. But if, if we're talking about the doctors are these completely impartial, unbiased, and, and nothing against any particular doctor. I just think there's a lot of motivation for them. And I think they they just err on the side of what benefits them. So if there's a, what a, crack there's of a shit. situation there's a situation where it could be for uh, uh, helped out with narcotics, I think they lean that way a little bit too far. You guys are so full of shit. No it's way. Okay, here's another problem that I see. Here's another problem that I see. I feel like medicine is so segmented that they, you know, they're always curing the symptoms, but they're not really going after the actual source of the problem. And when you have like four or five or six different symptoms, they concentrate on helping out those symptoms. But if they were to get to the root of the problem, it seems like those symptoms would go away. Well, that's what researchers do. Doctors are there to try to get you to feel better. They can only do so much. If a, if a guy comes in with a broken arm from playing football, what do you want the doctor to do? Go to the football field and see where the problem was? No, you're going to want you to fix idiot. your fucking arm. You fucking idiot. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you got an issue that is not obviously apparent like a broken bone, it's something going on in the inside of you, instead of just worrying about what the symptoms are, worry about what the actual root of the problem is. I think that medicine yeah. is too sad. Dr. Bryce Harper just got hit in the head with a pitch. What do we do? Well, let's go find the pitcher. Okay, so I already told you your example was bullshit, so you're going to double down on the, those type of examples. Classic Eric Zane. I'm going to go over to Castaway. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that I don't believe any of that, uh, but I'm glad that we at least can have this discussion about it. Uh, and the other day, you, you said something about stoners and putting toxins in your body, and that made me cringe. Exactly, exactly what part of cannabis is a toxin? Well, I mean, just generally, inhaling smoke into your lungs probably isn't a great idea. I would say fresh air might might be a little bit better off than smoke of something burning. Uh, okay. Let's start with that. Also, you're also basting on edibles. In fact, I think it was edibles that you were talking about being the toxin at the time. Yeah, I would say that... Uh, uh, anything that changes your mood, your body's response is some level of uh, toxic response, uh, toxic response, uh, toxicity. So it could be you're laughing. It could be you're definitely being influenced by a, uh, a chemical in your body. Caffeine. It, exactly. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, I mean, I, I, I can't sit there and say caff, but caffeine makes me awake. It doesn't make me stupid. 
okay, THC takes the edge off and relaxes me. You say take the edge off and relaxes you. You get stoned is what you do. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's not always just about getting stoned. It's not like I'm not productive. You know, I got a lot of shit to get done every day. Okay. I would say that if I if you had a group of uh, uh, people that were, let's say there's three guys there and they all want to redo your roof. Two of them are stoned and one is not. Which one is going to redo your roof? Redo my room so there's some uh, um, some artistic creativity. No, your no your roof, your roof, or he's gonna fix your car. Or there's three doctors that are gonna work on your knee. Two are stoned, one is not. Which one are you picking? <laughs> so they're stoned at the time, or they just partake in their own free time. My point is, if you had to choose between not stoned or stoned, you're gonna go with not stoned every time because not stoned means you're impaired because of the toxins in your body. But your example is suggesting that the not stone doctor doesn't have anything going on in his life except for fixing your knee. He probably goes home and drinks and hits his wife and shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, stoned or not, Rick, uh, we will be playing paintball on November 19th. That is a Sunday. That is uh, uh, one day shy of one month from now. Um, I vote for stone. Yes, on the uh, that is uh, our paintball war number twenty three. I might be, I might have new blood there. I was talking to uh, Tim Mayer. That that dude is the ref I was talking about, and he's thinking about coming with a gang of his fucking referee pals. Oh hell yeah, that'd be a good time. Um, let's see. Uh, Nick says three roofers or they're roofers. All three are stoned, and one is also drunk. Listen, no offense to any roofers out there, but any roofers that I know. They they got some some life choices to figure out. Why? Are you serious? All roofers? Yeah, there's a lot of well, again, no offense to anybody anybody uh, specifically, but roofers that I know it's like uh maybe maybe quit doing the mess. My um, my favorite roofers are the Mexicans. You get work hard. I mean, nothing oh, gets My god, if you want shit done right, fast no and quiet, get Mexicans. They fucking know how to work. And they They're, don't give a shit about each other. What a goddamn machine that is. Mm-hmm. One Mexican can do the work of five white guys. Holy shit. Without a doubt. I'm sorry? I don't disagree with that. That's really true. And that's why we have Mexicans at the paintball war. They kick everybody's ass. They're just so much better at that shit. No, 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 no. Oh, you remember the time when I played the translator into the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Eddie, uh, we have a, a – how's your – first of all, fantasy football, how, how's, are you still doing great or not great or what? Not doing great. I've, I've had – I'm, I'm in one of those fantasy football uh, uh, situations where I have the most points scored against me in the league. Oh. So, you know, that's one of those bad luck things. That you, I mean, what do you do about that? You know, you play David Montgomery when he goes off. You play Jamar Chase when he goes off. And it's like, oh, son of a bitch. So I'm like two and four. I'm not doing great. I just started week six, and I'm off to a great start. I got Alvin Kamara. He scored just shy of 30 points last night. So that's good. He did? Yeah. I went, I went to, he didn't look very good when I went to bed. Yeah, he had better. a great second half. So uh, I, I may be 6-0 and after this week. If I win, it'll be 6-0. and And then the Lions, they play. They are on the road at Baltimore. I think that this is the game that if they win, a lot of people who were not 
believing them would then believe them if they win well, in Baltimore. Here's the problem. They got a lot of injuries. They're playing on, a road, on the road against a, a really good defense and a really good X-factor quarterback. And they, you know, they've got some injuries. They, they don't have a good running game right now, or, or at least a healthy running game. So, I mean, it's one that a lot of people are going to look at and be like, see, I told you they suck, you know, if they do come out. But, I mean, you got to look at it. Like I said, it's a long season. There's going to be some ups and downs. They're playing great right now. I don't think they're going to win. But if they do, first of all, I'll be surprised. But if they do, I think then it'll kick into really high gear with the Kool-Aid drinking. You know, going into the season, they go into uh, um, Arrowhead in that first game, and they get that win. Now they're going into uh, Baltimore. Uh, you know, looking at it outside, looking in or, or pregame, which one do you think would be the most likely or unlikely? And they've already done the they've already done the Arrowhead thing. They got that win, so I mean, seeing them come out come away from Baltimore with a win is not going to surprise me that yeah. much. It just further legitimizes them. But if they get a loss, I don't think it's as big a deal. Yeah, I know. It's just that they, you know, the the injuries have depleted them. They were healthy when they played KC, and KC was not healthy. So, uh. Chris in Maine says, out of the blue, he says, remember the time that Rick lectured you about devil fart, Mike? Oh, I remember that. <laughs> that was a that was a real turning point. Rick was uh Rick was I uh, can't do it. Can't support a fucking podcast that is farting into the microphone. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm fifty years old doing what a fifty year old should. <laughs> here just bringing it up and hearing you explain your point of view about it is all I need. That's, I can't that, do it. That's funny. <laughs> that's if I'm fun. not justify the uh, the who are these free beers and all that shit. I can justify all that. I cannot justify supporting some asshole farting into a microphone. I mean, my God. Well, you know, at the end of the day, I am only looking for someone to. Um, I, I'm only looking to make people laugh. So, awesome. you know, I it. It, this if so, I can and- if I can replace you busting my balls about it right now with that i'm okay because it's funny to hear you be so passionate about me farting on a microphone i just got to be able to justify what i'm spending money on and what i support in this world and i can't do that i understand it's fair enough i i i you know what there's about a million and one things i can do that that could be uh listenable if i lose one of those things it's not a big deal right 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 you got other things to take his place gotta look at the big picture on things you got to throw enough shit against the wall and see what sticks. What are your thoughts on the 13 days of Halloween? 13 days of Halloween? What do you mean? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Our friends at Free Bear and Hot Wings are doing the 13 days of Halloween. I don't listen to that show. And like day one, they're going to, they did spooky costumes. Your favorite spooky costume. I'm listen, not, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. 13 days of Halloween. It's, it's like two days. You go out. Yeah. You you get dressed up and you hang out with your friends and maybe have a little party. You take your kids trick-or-treating. It seems to be two days. Did you do Devil's Night festivities? Um, Devil's Night's got a – I got a bad taste in my mouth in Devil's, Devil's Night. Uh, 2019 Devil's Night, we got broken into. when I'd get up in the middle of the night. I told that story on the podcast before. So yeah. whenever I think about that, I think about that. How how uh, um, you know susceptible to bullshit we are at at, uh, at all times. Now that's not everywhere in the U.S. In Detroit, that was the that was a, a state. It was a big holiday. I mean, that was bigger than Easter and Christmas combined. You just burn shit down and you fuck everybody's shit up on Devil's Night in Detroit. That's what we did. So there's a lot of paintball fields that do the zombie shoot thing, you know. So I, I'm 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 always thinking about doing that, adding that to what we do. Um, but you know, whenever I plan to do something new, it takes me a year and a half to actually get there. That's okay. So I've been thinking, 
for several years, actually. And the one stat that I heard not very long ago was people spend more on themselves for Halloween than they do for Christmas. You know, going to haunted houses, getting the different costumes. Uh-huh. Um, He's blah blah blah. So I mean, people get into Halloween, and you just drive down any neighborhood and yeah. see all the they got out there. Well, maybe our pals at Freeburn Howings are onto something with the 13 days of Halloween. Maybe no. you know. I no, mean, you don't need 13 days of a radio show to talk about it, though. It's about getting your own experience, like going to um, a, 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 a place I used to work with was that New Salem Corn Maze down in um, you know down near Hopkins there. Yeah, and they haunted woods that they've been putting time and money into for a long time. That Haunted Woods is absolutely awesome. If anybody is looking for a, like a Halloween-themed attraction, um, go to that. Go to that to Witches of New Salem, the Haunted Woods, and you're going to have a ton of fun. That's a, that's terrific that you mentioned that. Um, hot, did, did you go to it? Is that how you first experienced it, or did you or do you know those people? They came to me at one point, and they wanted to add a zombie shooting wagon. Okay. Where they drive in the wagon you got the guns mounted there and they drive around and they shoot these zombies so they contacted me i worked with them to get the guns and air systems set up in their wagons and uh, because we're working together he invited me down to check it out during the day one time okay hey and i was kind of floored just checking it out during the day and he said hey you know come back i'll get you to the front of the line bring your family so we went down there and uh, and walked through it one time and i'm not a huge haunted house guy but i mean that was i would do that over and over and over again that was so much fun yeah i could see if i had enough if i if i got up the strength to go but i even just thinking about those fucking things i'm such a pussy i get i get fucking frightened just you talking about it yeah and i don't like horror movies like i'm not into that no Um, no you know but this haunted woods thing it was just so well put together it was so well put together like I don't know if I can uh, properly explain it, but he's got like 13, 14 different like buildings slash attractions. The first one you walk up to, and it looks like you're walking into an old house, but the, it's just the front of a house, and you walk in the front door, and you're actually walking through a semi-trailer, and you walk through the semi-trailer, and it looks like a long haul of like a big mansion, and then it like butts up against like a um, uh, like a house trailer. So then you like turn the corner, and you feel like you're walking into like the living room of this big mansion where you're just in a different house trailer now. And it's like they've got all these really cool facade type things where you think you're in something. They've done a good job of making it look like one thing. Yeah. But it's not. And the, just the detail that they put in the decorations is really, really cool. That does sound pretty cool. They put a lot of cash into it. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, that's about it. We're done early today. So, uh, We're done. yeah. We, hey, th- good suggestion. I'm glad. I'm glad you told me to call you. Yeah, maybe we move it up early so I can uh, I can uh, stop being busy at 9 a.m. Fair enough. All right. I'll see you very soon. Talk to you soon. See ya. Rick, TC Paintball. Uh, isn't TC Paintball where the haunt used to be? Yes. All right. So at the end of that, uh, I thoroughly handed him his ass on the discussion about doctors and big pharma and all that other nonsense that you dumbasses believe in that Linda, Linda's the one who started this whole stupid thing. Uh, Linda says that's where I, Rick and I disagree. Devil fart. Mike Linda likes people farting in her face. Bob says devil fart. Mike is hilarious. Uh, Chris in Maine says, I can't justify anything Eric does. It just makes me laugh or want to punch him. 
Young Adam Schwab says, farting into a microphone is so Bob Bob and Tom. No, it's not. That's definitely not Bob and Tom. It's Drew and Mike. Uh, Kevin takes a shot at Rick about axe throwing. So does Kenny. Uh, Rick says, let's have the audience vote about whether or not uh, I won that argument. No, we don't need to do that. Linda says, I'm nominating myself for asshole of the day. Tyler says, I went to the haunt once when I was a kid, saw an old dude afterwards who pissed his pants. Jesus. Um, who knew we would stumble upon that? You know, uh, last night was a, uh, a big throwdown with uh, big fraud Thursday. And uh, we started it, uh, of course, with uh, Ben Glaze and myself. And the latest edition of Who Are These Free Beers? I really find it interesting that there are people, like when I promote Who Are These Free Beers? Which is Ben and I leaning into fair use laws. And what that means is when a show like mine takes clips and reviews them and critiques or talks about them in like a talk soup fashion for a different audience. And of course it's a different audience. Um, that is what fair use is all about. It's dissecting the culture. Essentially. That's what we're doing. I picked that up from my friend, Carl at who are these podcasts? Thank you very much. Thus, who are these free beers was born. This was brought about by the 13 days of Halloween. My first clip that I had was of the burn King himself. There he is. Love the, uh, love the hoodie. Love the hoodie. 13 days of Halloween rolls on day 12 or day two, I guess. I don't know how if we're counting. doesn't really matter. It does matter. You know, because it's day two. They're doing 13 days of Halloween, which is stupid right there. They do day one last week, Friday. Day two is Monday. And ding, because you don't start with, all right, so 13 days of Halloween. Here's day 13. You don't count backwards, dumb fuck. Somehow this shithead managed to go day one, no problem. And then he gets to day two and starts calling it day 12. And 13 days of Halloween rolls on day 12. Or day two, I guess. I don't know how if we're counting. Doesn't really matter. He feels so dumb right now. That's why. <laughs> and no, everything is looking at him like, what the fuck are you talking about? 13 days of Halloween rolls on day 12. Or day two, I guess. I don't know how if we're counting. Doesn't really matter. Um, just the fact, I think he's realizing there, not only am I saying it wrong, but we are actually doing the 13 days of Halloween. You're actually going on the radio to break down the 13 days of Halloween. While you're at it, uh, why don't you do like uh, the eight days of Hanukkah and talk about Jew stuff? Uh, in a, how about Ramadan? You can, be, you, you can be full service. You don't want to piss anybody off. Um, the, you can do, got to do the 12 days of Christmas if you're doing the 13 days. And why 13? Did they settle on spooky number because that's 13? Who came up? I want to know in the meeting beforehand, 
who came up with 13 days of Halloween? My guess is that dickhead just said it and no one even knew it was coming. Or they got it from the consultant, Tracy Johnson, or they got it from the prep and just went with it. Because, yeah, that's what people do. The 13 days of Halloween and then, like, legit, day one was uh, costumes. Let's talk costumes. Who had a spooky costume? Day two, which is what I covered, was your urban legends. And then day three, I think it was, Greg's going to give you a line from a spooky movie. You have to yell out your name and say the spooky movie. What the fuck? Kyle says translation. Yeah, I don't give a fuck anymore. Nikki says, I do like his football announcing. I will admit that. You see, I don't. I don't like his football announcing. And it isn't just because I hate him with every fiber of my being. It's because whenever he gets excited, he sounds like this. If you're not down the sidelines, he goes. He sounds like Jim Kelly. It's horrible. Corey says the fact that he says it doesn't really matter is all we need to know that they're mailing it in. And it really is. It does matter. Who has a countdown that uh, when you're counting up to the 13 days of hum- uh, of uh, Halloween, the last day has to be Halloween. That would be 13. And you started with one. Who goes to fucking 12? An idiot. Kyle says, why not 666 days? Cole says, it seems like a Kelly Cheese idea. She never gets anything right. You got to understand. As much shit as I give her about crispy arms and uh, fucked up uh, freak out moments where she <laughs> does all that fucking peppermint patty hag voice. At least she's funny. Okay. She actually has some show stopping lines. It's still about uh, one millionth of what I could do. We all know that the only person who made that show what it is, is me. If it wasn't for me, that show would never have made it. We all know that. No one's willing to admit it that does that hates me. But deep down, you know that if it wasn't for me, that show doesn't do anything. And my humbleness. I'm not, I'm not even kidding here. Everybody knows it. Uh, Tim says, I think they stole it from the Hallmark Channel. Linda says, it sounds like Kermit the Frog on Coke. Nikki says, in a matter of an hour this morning, he said, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm collecting them. We now have four incidents of free beer saying something and then saying, I'm just kidding. Corey says, she's still the most interesting person on that show. Uh, The others literally have nothing going out of interest. Nikki says, he said, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding twice today. Uh, Kyle says, how's bragging camp going? 
Kenny says, I was starting to appreciate her voice last night because it meant I wasn't hearing Greg or Chris. Yeah, Kenny hadn't listened to that show since the day I got fired. He's that um, dedicated um, to the whole thing since the incident back seven years ago, eight years ago. And so, but I convinced him to listen to Who Are These Free Beers because it's satisfying to rip these idiots a new asshole. Smug beer, you're a great inspiration and you always do a great show. Just kidding. Uh, But regardless, it was a hell of a time. I bring this up because you still get various uh, free beer acolytes responding to me because I post these shows. People who get pissed off. Uh, Bobby writes, I think Greg hate listens to you. LOL. Uh, let's see. I said, oh yeah, that would make me happy. She says he's too narcissistic not to. This fella, Eric Johnson says, sorry, you can't keep a job. I said, good one. My job is to sit around and make fun of this show. Bill says, hold on now. I'm sure he has a top-rated show that is broadcast from his property. I think he's making fun of me, but I'm not sure. Jacob says, hi, Greg. Jenna Tulsores says, dude, get over it. It's been like seven and a half years. You're still going strong with a family that loves you. (laughs) They are both divorced. And Joe also. So quit fucking whining. I said, have you lost your mind? The bit is the 13 days of Halloween. Impossible to ignore. That is far from whining. I mean, this I, I'm actually getting entertainment out of this. I'm making money off of this shit by reviewing their show. God damn. You must go to my Patreon to see the whole the whole show. We we covered a lot of ground. Uh, complete with video and audio and drops and laughing and we're mystified and we can't believe it. Kelly did not get beat up bad at all. The previous week she got hammered. Uh, yesterday was a uh, was free beer intensive. He really, there was a lot of fucking weirdness out of his mouth that uh, that uh, we covered. And you you must be part of that. And it's free, damn it. It's on Patreon, which is behind a paywall, but I give it away for fucking free. Now, the show uh, happens weekly, but you can check it out for free. And we've done eight episodes now, and you can check them all out in their entirety with a seven-day free membership to my Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. I think I should have that at the bottom here. Got my Twitch promotion. It might even be on here, and I just don't remember. Anyway. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for free for seven days. You do have to put in a payment form, but no big deal. You can cancel it at any time. I don't I don't try to trick you or scam you out of your fucking money. Uh, if you do go past the seven days, it will charge you. Make sure you sign up for tier two. That gets you the video. The video always shows up way before the audio. 
You can actually get it live as it's happening. It's a live show. It's not pre-recorded. Okay. When you see it happening on there, when it premieres, we're actually live. We'll do it live. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Special thanks to Freebear and Hot Wings for doing a horrible radio show so that we can rip it a new asshole. You guys ought to be ashamed of yourselves. What an embarrassment. Then they went deep on, because somebody sent them an email or a text saying what a lot of people say. God damn, you're mailing it in. And um, they they had this really dug down deep in a heartfelt conversation about how justifying how shitty their show is. And uh, we picked that apart too yesterday. And um, it's it's infuriating to hear them dig their heels in uh, to being mediocre. At one point, Greg says, we just got our highest ratings ever, so that's the way it's going to be. I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, Ben and I really unpacked that heavy duty on yesterday's edition of Who Are These Freevers? You got to check it out. Might Might have been the best one ever. That or the uh, previous two weeks. It's getting better every episode. But the, the shit, the first one was great. Uh, the eighth one was greater than great. I run out of adjectives to talk about how fantastic it was. Everybody loves it. Linda says free beer is a cockhead. Oh, I know. I know. I know it all too well. See, I get all the inside info. And I'll just leave it at that. I get all the info that I can't even talk about. Um, for a reason that I think you know how I get that info. And um, I don't want to discuss it because how I get the info could then be jeopardized. And I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But it's pretty stark, the shit that uh, that I hear. Cole says, is Hot Wings your mole? No. Even closer. Uh, what is Darla chewing on? The sheet over the couch. Yes. Hold on a second here. I got to stop that from happening. Um, today was weird because I'm sitting here getting the show ready and there's a fight going on. The dogs are fighting over this. This is the toy, this little Kong. And, um, that was a problem because they're going ape shit. So I take it away. And then this, this has happened probably only a handful of times, but it's quite easy to mistake the sound of chewing on a toy with that of, uh, eating shit. This is not in my line of sight, but it is in my line of smell. And I go, and my ears, I'm like, and I, I get it. A, a, a tinge of, of, of sulfur 
And I'm like, and then I hear, I'm like, uh oh, oh no. I run over to the other side of the fucking couch, and sure enough, she's just finishing up the day's breakfast. I'm like, God damn it! No! And she's like, fucking A, what the fuck? That is of the devil. Some of the most vile humans in the history of the earth know better than to eat their shit. There are Neanderthals that had more, were more together than a dog eating its shit. Can you imagine being at the zoo and a, and a gorilla shitting in his hand and then just immediately start eating it? They would shoot the gorilla. My dog, two of my four dogs, eats feces. The one eats the shit that immediately flies. What's worse? The dog that eats its own shit that immediately flies out of its ass or the dog that eats all the other dog's old shit. I think that Darla may be the worst because it's like hot and squishy. Horrible. Uh, Ryan says fresh shit is worse. Yeah, I agree. I would, if I, like, if someone said, all right, easy, you got to either eat that shit in the backyard that's been out there a few days or, uh, your, your, or shit on the ground and scoop it up and jam it into your mouth. I'm going to go outside and eat that shit all day. Motherfucker. Nikki says, my dog doesn't eat shit, but he tries to hump goats. I'm not sure which is worse. Oh, eating the shit is worse. If someone said, Eric, hump your dog. If someone said, easy, your choices are eat dog shit or have sex with your dog. What are you going to do? I'm going to have sex with the dog. Tyler says, gun to your head. You have to pick one. Hot shit or poopsicle. Um, hot shit. I would, I would take the hot shit. I think because it would go down quicker, but then again, a poopsicle wouldn't smell as bad because it's frozen. This is probably the most vile thing that has ever happened on this goddamn podcast ever. I just got done telling a prospective advertiser yesterday that, ah, I swear a little bit, but that's about it. Can you imagine if that guy right now got on here and I'm breaking down what type of shit to eat? Really ridiculous. So dumb. Well, let's just leave it there. Let's move on to something more enlightening. Like a fantastic fight in the stands. Now, yesterday... I featured a clip from the L.A. Chargers, Dallas Cowboys, Monday Night Football game. This is a fight in the concourse of that stadium, SoFi Stadium. But there was another fight that took place in the stands. 
that I think is fucking dangerous. Uh, the guy on the low ground ended up managing to beat the shit out of the guy on the high ground, which is not easy to do. But that's exactly what happened. Thank you to Tyler for sending this one along to me. He uh, he warned me. He goes, dude, the guy who's getting his fucking face wrecked. You can see the blood spatter on the wall. Again, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Day. Everybody's got a let's fight breast cancer together flag. The guy holding the flags is not involved in the fight. The guy who's been over here, I think he's the one getting pummeled. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay, a couple people go down there, if you notice. So, I see more than one person falling. There's a lot of people falling, like two or three, just tumbling in. And that was all, when these people landed on the Dallas Cowboys fan, the Dallas Cowboys fan just grabbed the guy who tumbled on him and just punched him like 150 times. Watch, one, two, three, hey, hey, four, hey. five, six, stop seven. It, stop it, they're throwing, they're throwing bottles at him. They're waving pink flags at him. So this fat fucking idiot drunk motherfucker falls on the Mexican guy. And the Mexican guy just wrecks his face. If you, if you look closely, you can see Joe Martinez was there. Joe Martinez, this is Joe Martinez right here watching this. Now, he's with his entire family. Every person you can see is a relative of Joe Martinez. Now, Joe is the jet setter now. He's got so much fucking money, he just goes to random football games. So he went to L.A. Uh, Some of his people picked him up. They worshiped the ground he walks on, and then he took him out of the fucking football game. This guy falls over. And uh, now I'm annoyed because it's not fucking playing. Okay. Come on now. You're wrecking my momentum. Don't do this. Shit. Fucking son of a bitch. <sighs> Let me try that again. One. Look at look at the wall. The wall. That's the guy's blood on the wall. He's exploding. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know why. They're yelling at him. He says, "Tu madre es una puta." This guy. Did you see that guy? That dude in the red there. He takes a swing at this at this big number eleven dude. That's a bad move. The guy in the red shirt is lucky. Now, dude, Charger guy who got beat up by one of Joe Martinez's relatives. They're helping him up. And this is serious. He is fucked hey, up. Hey, you're good. You're good. Hey, way to stand up for him. You're good. Hey, you're good. You're good. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, shit. This guy is a mess. And all these uh, friends of Joe Martinez are looking on. Wow. <sighs> Fuck. Um, Rich says, nice poverty internet. I don't think it's the internet. 
Uh, why were his legs in the air? I don't know. I think he just fell over. Kyle says, let the video play and don't pause it every half second. Hey, do I tell you uh, what gay sex position to be in? No. Um, so don't tell me what I'm supposed to do. Okay. Kyle says, these look like nosebleed seats. No wonder they were fighting. He says, cheap, poor, poor folks. I think it had more to do with the fact that they were drunk. I mean, it, th- that's literally the nosebleed seats. That guy's nose was bleeding. Amy says, who said yesterday can't 10,000 drunks in a stadium just get along? I laughed so hard at that. My God, if you have high ground, you lose. You deserve the L. If you have high ground and lose, you deserve the L. Rich says, if you have the high ground, you win. Obi-Wan taught us that. He goes, Attica, it's over. You've lost. I have the high ground. You were the chosen one. And then Attican does that flippy flippy. And Obi-Wan goes, ah, you asshole. Just cuts his legs off. He cut off two legs and an arm with one swipe. I just watched that scene again the other night, by the way. Incredible. And he, he, he gets lit on fire. Amy says, commenting on fights are my favorite. Yeah, Kyle, that's why I pause it, so I can make those comments. Jesus, everybody's a fucking uh, master of podcasting here. Everybody knows what to do. Now, Joe Martinez is in the audience. He's probably going to a couple other, on his way to another NFL game. Uh, Right now. Corey says, a lot of Star Wars Episode 3 references today. Yeah, I'm a closet Star Wars fan. I like those movies as much as they're horribly acted, terribly written. The guy who played Obi-Wan, I like, what's his name again? Uh, Ethan Mobley, Ethan Hawke. Guy who played Obi-Wan. By the way, I just went back and uh, I I didn't watch a second of it, but there was a uh, series on the Disney Channel called Obi-Wan Kenobi that a lot of people really like. Ewan McGregor is his name. Um, I went and watched the, uh, lightsaber duel between, um, Obi-Wan, young Obi-Wan or young middle-aged Obi-Wan against, uh, Darth Vader or Anakin. Oh my God. That was fucking awesome. He busted open his helmet and he like, he's half talking in Anakin voice and Darth Vader voice. Yes. Then you are truly lost. I failed you, Anakin. Isn't that right, Darla? She, look at her. She's looking at me. Hey, what are you doing? Did you eat shit? Why do you eat shit? You make me not love you. Don't blink at me. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Messages. What is going on here? Fucking president secretary, former president secretary is messaging me that the uh, president, former president Trump, wants to speak. It's been a while. Um, there was news. There was um, you know how in the Georgia election fraud case. There was, uh, if you remember, there was like two dozen people that were indicted. And Trump, Giuliani, and uh, more than one of Trump's lawyers. And one of Trump's staunchest supporters, his lawyer, this female, I don't know her name. Um, she was the one who said, we will unleash the Kraken when it comes to like voter fraud and shit like that. That didn't exist. That did not happen. That only stupid fucks like Jamingo. Uh, and the former Zaniacs believe. Um, she was, hell no, I'm not pleading guilty. I would never do that. I would never betray President Trump. We will unleash the crack in voter fraud, voter fraud, voter fraud, stolen election, uh, uh, COVID pandemic fucking shit. Well, she has now pled guilty. And she's turned. They actually turned her to the dark side or the light side, if you will. They turned her from the dark side to the light side. This is huge. Laura Jarrett from the Today Show, who I love. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, a little too young for me. She's in her 40s. Um, was talking about how her turning and pleading guilty um, is huge. She gets no jail time. And six years probation. And fucking fat fuck Chris Christie says, you don't get six years probation and no jail time unless you're about to turn and drop the hammer. And he's right. So up until yesterday when this story broke, I thought there's no fucking chance in hell anything's going to ever happen to Trump unless if someone turns. And this is a big fish. So big, I don't know her name. I just know her as hillbilly bitch who said we will unleash the Kraken. And then the next thing you know, she says, uh, I'm not unleashing the Kraken. Uh, I'm guilty and I'm going to testify against Donald Trump. See if we can get him to weigh in on this shit. Good morning. This is President Trump. How are you? Mr. President, good morning. Good morning. How how is, is this big fraud day? Yes, sir, it is. It's, uh, your office said that you wanted to chat. Of course. It's been so long since we checked in. I had my secretary reach out to you and make sure that we could connect on this wonderful morning. Isn't it so wonderful? 
Well, it, you know, every day that the sun rises, sir, is wonderful. But I am, I am interested in how you think it's wonderful, considering one of your uh, your staunchest supporters has turned on you. My secretary was very clear about what we were going to talk about. Uh, we were going to talk about Biden's speech with Israel and Ukraine. But what is, what is it that you are talking about now, Big Fraud? This is why maybe maybe we weren't talking so well, you and I. You you always do the curveball. You throw. You're trying to be. You're trying to be Chuck Todd or something. I don't know. Uh, one of your lawyers, uh, your uh, Sidney Powell, has pled guilty in the Georgia election interference case. And of course. Well, she said she was never going to do that, and she said it was all voter fraud, and now she's saying, no, it wasn't, uh, and she's she's turned on you. That, that's got to be a horrible feeling, sir, to have someone betray you like that. Oh, I mean, it's terrible. I mean, people betray me all the time. You know, I'm, so, I'm such a loyalist. I want people to be so loyal to me just like I want you to be so loyal to me, big fraud, and sometimes you're maybe not. When you start, when you throw nasty questions like this out there, but the truth is, the truth is, you know, she's got to defend herself. You know, these crooked, these crooked Democrats have this witch hunt, and they're trying to take anyone down that they can get. And if I guess if that's how she feels like she wants to pussy fling her way out of it, I guess that's what she's going to do. She's going to do whatever she wants. You know. Did you? But I, I would say that Mayor Rudy, Mayor Rudy is is holding his ground. He's doing very well when you think about it. He was arrested. Just the same way. I believe that, but uh, it, it, did you just say pussy fling? Is that is that what I heard? Did you say pussy fling? I mean, maybe that's what I said. I don't know. People say people say things. They say things about her. Maybe maybe she wasn't that great of a person. I don't know. You know, you kind of get the lawyers they give you. You get the lawyers they give you, and that's kind of what has to happen. You know. Okay, so two days ago, this is a she's on your side and talking about them stealing the election, which I know you've said many times happened. And now oh, it's so stolen, maybe the worst stolen election in the history of our great country. When you think about it. And now she's, she's saying the opposite. What the hell is going on? Like I said, she's trying to fling her way out of it, you know, because the Democrats, they've gone in, they've oh, okay. gone in big fraud and they've run this witch hunt. And I guess that's, She's trying to get out of it. She's trying to save herself, and she's going to fall so big. You're going to see. I'm going to take care of her. We're going to clean the trash. I always, I always empty the swamp. Everyone knows. Yeah, that, Donald that Trump is true. The swamp. You do. So Sidney Powell is not on your team anymore, sir. Oh, she hasn't been on my team in so long. I mean, I'm kind of surprised. To quite frankly, they went after her. I mean, she's not that good of a lawyer. Okay. When you think about it. Yeah, she's quite ugly too. I understand that you felt that way about her. Oh, she's. She's terrible. I mean, oh my God, she wears leopard print. I mean, who wears leopard print? Big fraud. Mr. President, uh, uh, I should say Mr. Former President, Biden uh, spoke yesterday about uh, unwavering uh, support for Ukraine and Israel. Uh, Your thoughts, sir? Of course. You know, it it was probably, let's talk about Biden a minute. I mean, he flies over in his airplane. They fly him over to Israel. And he can't even speak. He's so incognizant, I think is the word I use for him. Sleepy Joe, he can't even speak. He could barely open his eyes. He's over there meeting all these people, shaking hands. Is it a war zone? And then he goes on national television last night. I understand the ratings were so poor. So poor, by the way. Right. And he goes on national television, and it's so terrible what these crooked Joe Biden and his group of radical thugs are doing. 
the sewing significant, by the way, the horror of what is going on in Israel and the Middle East. Thousands and thousands of people have so needlessly died, big fraud. This war should never have started, and I tell you, if I was president, it never would have started. It probably would have been done, oh. I mean, seconds when you think about it. I mean, so, they're so incompetent, the highly incompetent Biden administration. Okay. And they're just destroying it. They're weak. They're so weak. They're so weak. So is the idea there that if you were president, uh, the terrorists in Gaza wouldn't have even thought to attack Israel because they know that you were the president is what you're suggesting. Absolutely. So true, big fraud, Zane. And also in Ukraine and Russia, they probably would have never started that under the Trump administration. And all these other hot spots like Israel and these things now around the globe, you could easily lead to big okay. problems and death. I mean, and look at the inflation in this country. They're trying to sweep it under the rug that it's like three, four, five, six percent. Yeah, it's more like 30 percent. <laughs> it's more like 30 percent. It's terrible what they've done. 30 percent lying about the inflation. OK, now, sir, um, most people agree, even if they don't like you, that you are going to win and win big. In the uh, in the next oh, election, absolutely big fraud. I'm probably going to win so big. I mean, if you look at the numbers, you look at these numbers, you look at them. I'm beating crooked, sleepy Joe by so many points. Forty three percent. I'm leading in Georgia to his little puny. I think it's forty percent or something like this. Get this. Let them sue me over all this bullshit in their hope of election <laughs> interference. Listen, it's going to happen. They can do it. They can do whatever they want, but I'm winning. I'm going to win so big. Okay. I'm going to win so big. Uh, Chris Christie, uh, I, 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 uh, I want to ask you about something that he said, sir. Of uh, course, fat-ass Chris Christie. Let's not forget, you know, he, he helped me. He used to help me. He was one of my supporters. Right, right. He indicated that Sidney Powell has so much dirt on you because she's gotten such a light sentence of just uh, probation. Uh, she must be really dishing quite a bit on you. So he thinks that you are going to prison, sir. This is Chris Christie. That's absolutely insane. I mean, if, I mean, if I go to prison, I'll probably do prison greater than anyone's done prison. But I'm not going to prison. We're not going to prison. We're totally not. It's not going to happen. And the truth is, I mean, if if this little bitch, this pussy slinging bitch has, has crap to, to sling around, let her do it. I mean, it won't be any worse than what the crooked Democrats have done in Joe Biden and right. his terrible right. administration. They've tanked our country, big fraud. It's tanking. It's tanking right in front of our eyes. That's why I'm going to win so big. Okay. Okay. Now, if you do have to go to prison, could you maybe, like Pablo Escobar, build your own prison and then go into it? Totally. You know, let's, let's be honest about something, big fraud. Maybe maybe no, nobody's talked about this. If I go to prison, and that's a big capital if, if I go to prison, then I'm not going to I'm not going to some penitentiary. I'm going to a very special prison. It's not going to be prison. It's my, maybe it's house arrest at the White House. I don't know. Because okay. I'm going to be probably the I'm obviously going to win the election in 2024. Maybe bigger than anyone in okay. the election, just like I did in 2020. I very possible. Owed those years as well. Entirely so possible. When you think about it, when you think about it, it's just house arrest. I mean. I could probably still golf if you think about it. Okay. 
Are you going to offer if you win? And uh, uh, I say if, but most people, like I said, most people agree you're going to slaughter Biden. When? Let's, let's just start saying when, big fraud. Right. When am I going to win? That's Are you going to truth. offer pardons to all of the January 6th insurrection uh, people who are, are locked away? Are you going to offer a pardon to all of them? Oh, you're on fire this morning, Chuck Todd. I think I think I think a couple things. I gotta be honest. You know, I could have pardoned myself. I could have pardoned myself before I before I left the White House, and and I just thought that would look so nasty. I thought that would look so nasty that I would pardon myself like that. So I said, you know what? We're not going to do that. We're going to probably we're probably going to have to face it, and if they do it, that we'll have to face it. And obviously, they do. They've done it. But the truth is, I could pardon myself. Probably immediately. I mean, let's be honest. Let's get this out from under us. If I win the election, I'm probably going to pardon myself and our poor patriots that have okay. had to deal so so badly. Okay. So badly. Well, uh, that's something that they can look forward to. Their 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 fingers are crossed that you are going to win uh, this election. And like it or not, and a lot of people don't like you, sir. That they don't like that you're going to win, myself included. But. It's hard to I guess deny. They don't like freedom, freedom of speech, Big Broad. These judges, they should, they should definitely want me to win. Right now, we have judges in our great country that are silencing the freedom of speech of the great president Donald yeah. Trump. This is terrible news for America. I mean, America is maybe not that different than Israel when you think about it. We need a very strong leader, and we don't have that. It's so weak in Joe Biden. He's so crooked. He's so crooked. He can't even look out of his eye sockets. Uh, we're getting people saying that his speech last night, uh, his forehead didn't move, and it looked like he has massive Botox in his system. I was talking to my pal Sean Hannity about this. It's funny you bring this up again, Chuck Todd. You, you're on, you're on, you're on your A game today. Thank you, sir. I, appreciate I was talking that. to Sean Hannity, of course, of course, talking to Sean Hannity about this, and and there's there's a, there's evidence that's out there. There's evidence that maybe this isn't the Joe Biden. From before, I don't know if he's been replaced. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say something so wild like that out oh, there. I wouldn't oh. put that out there. But people do. People are saying that they're coming up to me and they're saying, "I don't know if this is the real Joe Biden or if it's some kind of Terminator wow. robot or something." <laughs> A fake Biden uh, uh, conspiracy. Holy shit, sir! That's incredible. Maybe, maybe Obama's in the basement controlling him. We don't know, and maybe the signal doesn't quite connect all the yep. time you know that's why there's all these breakouts i don't know this is of course i've never i would i would never say that i just say what people tell me people this tell you yeah i mean people at these rallies they come up to me they say there's something wrong with him his face is like it looks like a sloppy wet pussy it doesn't move <laughs> it kind of just jiggles uh, and the eyeballs they never open they sir, never open did you just suggest that the president's face looks like a quote sloppy wet pussy is that is that what you what came out of your mouth sir big big fraud have you ever seen one maybe uh, you don't know what it looks like but it kind of looks like a dried up roast beef prune <laughs> That's kind of, when you think about it, what Joe Biden's face reminds you of when you think about it. Okay. And, I mean, he can't even speak. I mean, he has no sentences. It's so sad to see where our country is. And right. look at me. I could, I'm just as old, and I can, I, I'm so cognizant compared to his IQ. He's so low in the IQ. He doesn't know where he is. Right, right. Sir, I, you know what? Uh, I, I got to leave it at that. Uh, sloppy wet pussy is where we're going to, is where we're going to leave this one, sir. But uh, it's, it's been very eventful. I can't tell you enough. How uh, how uh, excited we are to have you on the show any any day of the week. 
Well, tremendous to have. Thank you for having me on, Big Fraud. I know it's been a while since we spoke, and I think I think maybe this is the first time, Big Fraud, that we're leaving on good terms. Yeah, I'm not hanging up on you, and you're not bitch slapping back at me or yeah, something. It is. I think we've established a real rapport, uh, a respectful dialogue between the two, though we have our disagreements. And I, I, I'm just very lucky to have uh, have you join us on the show to uh, you know spew whatever it is you're talking about. So good to be on the program, Big Fraud. Take care of yourself. We love you. We love you so much. You should really consider voting. Vote Trump. Tell your supporters, vote for Trump. All right, sir. Thank you. There he is, uh, former President Trump. Rick says, this is an underrated bit. Thank you. Uh, Pussy fling? Yeah, that was ridiculous. Uh, Stevie says, oh, my God. Word of the day is pussy. Uh, Roast beef sandwich. My God. Yeah, Biden's speech, you know, uh, he wants to give more than $100 billion to support the two wars that we are in. Ukraine and the Middle East. And look. We uh, This is the best type of war for the U.S. Where it's like we're living a video game. We get dead terrorists and we get dead Russians. This is, this is fucking the best. And, we'd, and no Americans die. No American military dies. So how fantastic is that? And that's what Biden's talking about uh, in, this, in this speech. Now, I don't know how badly... He fucks this up because, you know, he does everything. We're facing an inflection point in history. Did he say we're in? If we're facing an inflection point in history? Is that what he started with? Good evening, my fellow Americans. We're facing an inflection point in history. Yeah, he started with we're facing an inflection point in history. You know, he fucks everything up when he talks. No secret there. But I don't think I've heard something where in such short order, he's been able to fuck up uh, a word already. Jesus. Good evening, my fellow Americans. We're facing an inflection point in history. You see, and you can't take him serious because he didn't write this, and he can't read it. So you know it's not his words. He doesn't even know what he's reading. One of those moments where the decisions we make today are going to determine the future for decades to come. That's what I'd like to talk with you about tonight. You know, earlier this morning, I returned from Israel. <clears throat> they tell me I'm the first American president to travel there during the war. I met with the prime minister. So what? Members of his cabinet. And most movingly, I met with Israelis who had personally lived through horrific horror of the attack by Hamas on the 7th of October. More than 1,300 people slaughtered in Israel, including at least 32 American citizens. Oh, did you hear that? You actually heard him swallow. 32 American citizens. <laughs> Scores of innocents, from infants to the elderly grandparents, Israelis, Americans. I wish he'd quit talking about such serious shit so that I could focus on how fucked up it sounds. Taken hostage. I'm heartbroken. All right, I'm bouncing around now. Tragic loss. As human shields and innocent Palestinian families are suffering greatly because of them. Ugh, swallow again. He's doing hard swallows. Greatly because of them. 
God, can you hear that on your end? Are you get are you getting what I'm getting? Uh, Linda says, watch the forehead. His cheeks barely move too. Yeah, probably. Uh, Joe Martinez says he's going to be here at 10. You know what? I forgot all about that. I'll be ready, buddy. I'm going to get you a cup of coffee. Um, or maybe, would you like me to make you breakfast? Are you hungry? I can make you some wavos. Is that what they're called? Wavos? Would you like me to make you a nice breakfast? Uh, eggs, bacon, toast, maybe some uh, hash browns. Um, Ryan says that is terrible. Up there with Justin, the wet mouth. <laughs> uh, all right. Joe Martinez, I thought for sure you'd be out jet setting. To another NFL game. We saw you at the Dallas-LA game. If I ever go to Mexico, I want I want you to come with me. What a wonderful country that is. It's absolute paradise. Now, sure, there's always an opportunity for bad things to happen. Now, if you go to Mexico... In my opinion, you want to avoid the resorts. That's not Mexico. You want to go to these little uh, seaside towns with fucking tumbleweeds blowing through and uh, people, you know, sleeping on you know, out in front of stores on the ground wearing a poncho and a fucking sombrero over their face. And you hear, you hear a fucking donkey just your brain. And, uh, the um, uh, uh, Mexican version of Hotel California playing. Did you ever hear that? Mexican version of Hotel California? It was featured in the Big Lebowski. The Gypsy Kings. It is fucking sweet. If I play this, I might get a YouTube ticket, so I got I to gotta be careful. You know what? Uh, that's what I'll do. I'm going to kick you guys out or I watch you on Facebook and, um, X and YouTube. Join me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I may have just ended the stream on, uh, Twitch. It might've like, crapped out on you for a second. Hopefully it comes back. I apologize for that. Uh, Stevie says you can just go down to Granville and find that, Eric. Kenny says, kicked everyone out. I don't know if I, I think I might have fucked shit up here. Uh, anyway, go ahead and rejoin. Everybody's like, God damn it. What happened, Eric? Uh, rejoin, rejoin. That is on me. That is my fault. 
I hit the wrong button. I take full responsibility. That is a complete mistake. In fact, I need to go take a break. I have to go potty. I'll be right back. Comment. Prostate boy is a cognitive mess today. Says Donut Dan from the Dirty Donut Race, which is happening again this year. Okay. Um, what a what a crock of shit comment that is. Prostate boy is a cognitive mess today. That's uh, attacking me about my health issues. And then uh, accusing me of being defective in the brain. I would say that um, I am an absolute, absolutely on top of my game, sharper than most days. Uh, I think I destroyed nearly half of the audience by accidentally ending the show. It's embarrassing. The Gypsy King's version of Hotel California. Incredible. Not sure what that is. Por el camino del desierto, el viento me despeina. Suelo aroma de colita, no nada, nada de labi. Ella de lo lejos, una luz en tela. La idea de Mercan, te vi por en la noche. Ella estaba a la entrada, la tapado de sonar. Y me dijo ya a mí mismo que esto puedo del cielo. Ella se me una vela y nuestra de camino. Soy moza y corriador y yo te di que diciendo. He venido de California. Such a lovely place, such a lovely place, such a lovely place, such a lovely place. Me he venido de California. Such a lovely place, such a lovely place. So this is why Mexicans are better than everything. The world would be so much better if it was all Mexicans. Okay? Mexicans don't deal in bullshit. They just fucking party their dicks off and work their asses off. Screw, party, work, repeat. You want it done fast, you want it done right, have a Mexican do it. You know why Mexicans are so damn great at bringing drugs into America? Because it involves work. You know how hard it is to make and transport drugs? It's a goddamn nightmare. But that shit gets wrapped and delivered expertly on time. We don't have any fucking jets to do that shit. They fucking put it in a car, build a car out of drugs, and drive a drug car in. Goddamn engineering marvel. Unbelievable. If the world were all Mexican, we'd all be better off. White guys fuck everything up. 
That's why we need open borders all the time. We need a five-star hotel right in Tijuana that we pay for with about 30,000 rooms. They come there. We nurse them all. We feed them. We get them healthy and strong. Get them jobs and fly them first class to wherever the fuck they want to go and get them working. They do the work of 10 white guys. 10! Holy shit. And then when they're done making America great again, we invade Canada with our Mexicans. We fucking fix that shithole too. North America is now known as Mexico in my world. You're goddamn right. And this will be the anthem. Hell yes. Okay. Now, before I do another thing, I got to take another break because I got to go open the front door for Joe and inform the NFK that Joe's going to be here. I know it's kind of weird that I just took a break and then, but he just told me on the thing, he's going to be here in like 10 minutes. So don't go anywhere. Be right back. Ah, All right. We're in business now. That's what's up. So I'm going to be blessed with a Mexican coming in here to again do the work of 10 men. If I didn't have Joe to come here and take care of this shit, you know what would happen? Uh, 10 white guys would come in. The job wouldn't be fixed. And, uh, about four of them would tell me about all the other shit that's fucked up in my house that I need to replace immediately. A $50 job would uh, end up fucking costing me probably about $60,000. Joe says I can come up and say hola. No, do not. It'll throw me off. Kuiper says you'd be 100% overcharged. No, you can't come out because then my worlds collide and I hate world collision. It's always weird. You know what though? I'm going to make a special exception because everybody says, why not? Why not? Why not? All right. You can come up. This is what I'll do. When you get here, you text me and then I'm going to come down here and I'm going to bring you up. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to get you and then I'll bring you up here. But you can't sit there and laugh at how messy it is because the audience, what you see on here, Joe, is not like um, uh, what it, the way it looks. It's, it's, there's shit everywhere here. So uh, this is kind of like, this is out of my comfort zone. I don't like it when people see how I live. You know, the place is a mess. Everything's shit. It actually smells like wet dog in here. So don't fucking judge me. But then again, You're a Mexican, so you're probably used to this shit. Kenny says, Mexicans are great, but don't come into my studio. (laughs) No, that's totally fine. We need live forbidden Spanish talking shit about Eric's filth. Okay, I will prepare. You'll be here in moments. I have to get the mics ready. 
Check, check, check. That one sounds like fuck. Hang on. Check, 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 check. Da 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 da. California. What a lovely place. What a lovely place. Okay. Uh, and then I'll need a chair. I can move over here. That's what I'll do. Uh, text me when you get here, and then you can come and join me on the show. Uh, it's it's interesting because I haven't really done any sponsors. By the way, I really shouldn't. I feel bad about kicking all those people out accidentally because, you know, like not all of them have come back. They're probably all like, oh, this show's over. No, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. I, I, I feel bad. Damn it. Uh, I really need to get some sponsors done though. Joe is one of them. So I, I'll let him do his own sponsor. He's never been on. I don't know if he's ever been on this show in this capacity before. Thank you to Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. The multi-talented Megan. I cracked a joke about children and sex crimes yesterday on the Patreon. And I thought she was going to kill me. And uh, <laughs> show mom, Megan, I think was looking at me with a frown in her eye on that one. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. <laughs> Tyler says we haven't had a live non-Queen of the Forest guest in a long time. All right, I'm all over the board. When you need your car fixed, you call Irvine's. If you want this great programming for years and years and years to come with your old pal EZ, call Irvine's, 616-532-6600. They'll fix your car right the first time. They specialize in hybrids and EVs and, of course, any type of combustion motor, which those aren't going anywhere. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, in about 10 years, EVs won't even exist. My prediction. 616-532-6600. Just my personal view. Irvines.com. ERvines.com. A&E Heating and Cooling. We're going to talk about them in a minute. Got to mention Van Dyke Mortgage. Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage at 231. Hold on. Text when here. I'll come get you. Uh, 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. They'll get you into a mortgage, though the rates suck. It's weird because I saw today, they're like, ah, boy, we're flirting with 8%. But they're saying, oh, yeah, in a year and a half, they're dropping. They're going to drop to like 6. I don't know how the fuck they know that. Uh, 231-332-6505. Yes, mortgage rates suck. Yes, you can still get a mortgage. Yes, you should be out of paying rent, and you should be in your home. I will be at King's Room Barbershop today, 2.30, depending on how quickly my doctor gets done at the doctor's appointment. Supposed to be 2.30. Uh, at the new location, 821 36th Street Southwest in Wyoming, Michigan, next to the costume room. Come see me at King's Room Barbershop. Spin the wheel, win free stuff. You might even win a flat screen TV. Three locations, Northland Drive, Caledonia, Wyoming.
Blue Frost IT delivers top net top notch IT service to the Eric Saint Show podcast. If you want to uh, engage them and find out what your company needs to improve its tech, get a thirty minute complimentary consultation from Blue Frost IT today at six one six two hundred eighty five fifty. We talked about Blue Frost IT. Love that. I'm sorry. We also talked about TC Paintball with Rick. Joe is here. I'm going to go get him. Stand by. Well, just grab it. Well, I know, but look. Yeah. Well, just bend it. You can just grab it. Okay, so. Start Mexican, man. Okay, so now that's your microphone, and then this is mine. Hello. How how do you feel? You got dogs attacking you. Is that okay? You want to get a picture of this? Are you on the show? So yeah, the dogs uh they, they heard you coming and they went ape shit. That's what she's doing right now. If you wanna you can just shove her, you know, she probably wants to bite you. No, David's got one like this. David has a dog like that? Yep. That's your son in law, right? Yep. He works with you. Oh yeah. Look at that. See, this is their comments. You see when you make a comment, I see it right there. Oh, yeah. And uh these the man, the myth, the legend. Uh welcome amigo. Orale, uh, ¿qué pasó, amigos? They said they want you to talk uh, horribly about how much of a shithole uh, it was when you what you noticed when you came up here. So, you know, I mean, well, like all the, the doors busted in, there's know, shit on the busted. You need some Mexicans to come in here and work. I know. And do some jobs for you. I love you Mexicans know? so much. You know, I, who cares if there's a few? They, there's going to be a few bad apples and everything, well, yeah. you know? And uh, who cares? It just adds a little spice to it. Well, we gotta let the, gotta Mexican, put the cops to some work. Bad, some Mexicans too, you know. Of I course, mean, but they're not. It's not. Are you a bad Mexican? Uh, it depends on the day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> it depends how you clarify bad. Okay, so out of all your white people friends, uh, where do I rank? Like, if you had like a top ten, am I at least a top ten white person? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, would you invite me into your house? Sure. Now, I've actually been to your house. I saw you just did a complete renovation of the place. Yeah. Do you have, like, 50 people living in your house? No. Have you ever I, had visitors it, in from Mexico to stay with you? Yeah. What do they think about the U.S. when they visit? They'd say it's way too fast for them. They'd like to be slow? Yeah. That's why, why you think when we go to Mexico, it's kind of, like, laid back. You know, you get up when you get up. You eat breakfast when you eat breakfast, and then you just chill. Go to work if you have to work, and then you come home and take a nap at noon and go back to work. Da- and then, oh, Darla! You know, and, you know, it's... Well, what about, like, a start time of a, of a hockey game? You know, I mean, that's a hard start. Is that okay? I mean, in Mexico, would they be like, ah, we start whenever we want to? Well, no. I mean, like, the soccer and all that that's popular on baseball. you got to have a start time. It's, it's got to have a start time. Okay. And everybody plays baseball, and everybody plays soccer. Now, you were not born in Mexico. You were born in the U.S. Yep. Our mom and dad both Mexican. Yep. Okay. They were born in Mex- uh, Texas. Okay. So. <clears throat> we're from Selena country. How close to the border? Two and a half hours. Oh, okay. So lots, lots of time. Where Corpus Christi is at? You ever heard of Corpus Christi? Yeah, I sure have. That's a, that's, boy, that's a big border crossing, yeah, isn't it? That's where Selena was born. Oh, okay. And that's where we're from. Corpus Christi. Yep. Oh yeah, that's when, so that's where we were in uh, in April when we went. Now she died in the '90s. That crazy uh, uh, lady family member or a friend, a supposed friend, shot her. That was yeah. did that. Was that like probably her, wrecked you, didn't it? Uh, I'm not into Selena. 
Well, you were I a young man you, then. You I probably wanted know, to have sex with him. Yeah, but that's not, that wasn't my, I was more into like, uh, you know. Uh, your wife. Uh, Say your wife. Well, that too, but I mean, you know, more like, you know, hard rock and then some of the. Really? Uh, Tigres del Norte and stuff like that, you know. What did you think about my version of uh, uh, Gypsy Kings playing of uh, Hotel California? Did that? Did, did you like that sound at all? That was okay. You weren't that impressed. No. I, was, I thought it would make you happy, no. but it, I was assuming no. wrong. No. You got to get more into the bandas and the stuff like that. That's a little bit more faster. The bandas? Yeah. What's a banda? That's a group. Banda. B-A-N-D-A. Is the name of the band the bandas? No, or is that, is that's that, just the that's group. That's the word in, for group. That's so the like, word for group in so general. So if I'm walking down the street with a bunch of white guys, you might say, oh, the bandas, a bunch of bandas over there. Uh, there. There's a banda of white people. Oh, well, yeah. Well, vamos al baile. Okay. No. Take your word for it. So, you know, it's kind of like uh, these, you know, like these videos, man. I could show you some good stuff, man. It's just, you know. The bandas? Yeah. When we go to Mexico, Are you going to show me gangs? Is that what? No, dude, these are not gangs. You got, you know who the cholos are. You got to be careful with all the cholos. Is that like a banda? Yeah, well, that's like the, like a gang, the gang group. Oh, you know, that's, so. that's not, they're, they have bad intentions. Yeah. The, cho- the cholas? Cholos. Cholos. Yep, the Cholos. So if I yelled, yeah, you Cholos, they would probably, if I, a bunch of Mexicans are walking downtown Grand Rapids, they'd say, hey, Cholos, they would not like that, right? Uh, no, they probably wouldn't like that. They would, they would be offended by me. Yeah, they would. Okay. Uh, let's I'm see. learning things. This is excellent. Uh, uh, I, I see various people are trying to speak Spanish. Uh, hola, Joel. Uh, read, read, read this one. Read this one. Hola, Joel. Puedes insultar a Eric en español por nosotros? Ya le hice una vez. Este güey no sabe nada. Está bien pendejo. I, él I piensa know que that este last... es un trabajo que él hace, pero no es nada. Se hace un menso. There's something nasty in there. I know there was. I, when you said pendejo, I, I know that that's I know that one. That's all I can uh, figure. All I can hear is pendejo. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Megan says, so do we not want to lean see? like a cholo? No, you don't want to lean like a cholo. What am I looking at? Then? That's the uh, dance that we go. To, one of the dances that we go to. That's the beginning of the, of the. Oh, of this the, is at uh, a club. No, this ain't. They don't have clubs down there, man. It's all outside. Oh, so but it's an event where people are gathering. Yeah. So they have like a big carnival and all this, and it's just you know because every month it's like oh, okay. a different festival. So like when we go down there, it's a fiesta de San Miguel. So the Archangel San Miguel. You should know about that. I mean, yeah, it's Catholic, of course. Um, and so they do celebrations all the time. Um. And so, you know, they'll bring groups and stuff like that. Okay. And so this just, is a this is a Tex Mex thing. It was no no Tex Mex. This no? is Mexico. This is oh, in Mexico. Okay. Yeah, but I see like they got cowboy hats on and they're using accordions and shit. So Well, yeah, but that's in Mexico. That's what they do. Okay. You know. And so it's like the mariachis, the mariachis, that's what they use a lot of that. But these are like groups and stuff like that. So see he's his videos talking about gangs and stuff from you know how they okay. how they banditos. Yep. And so this is how the, 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 the dance starts, and then the group will come out, and they'll start playing. It's just a party. It's all it is. Just big party. It's Have you ever been at of... one of these and people start having sex? No. Nope. that looks very sexual right there, that video. No, but there's fights. Oh, okay. So you have to be careful. You ever been in a fist fight at one of these uh, get-togethers? No. no. you're a pretty no. laid-back customer. Well, they, they, there was a couple that were real close by, and my brother-in-law pulled me back, grabs me, and pulls me back, says, get away. Okay, got you out of trouble. Well, it's, you just don't want to get hit because they're drunks. Okay. Um, and we party till 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning and go home and sleep. God damn, you really can party. So <laughs> when you go to the hockey game, you know, you've worked all week on a Friday night, and it's $2 beer, $2 dogs. You're looking forward to that all week, right? Oh, yeah. 
Not as much anymore because they sell Bud Light. Bud Light. I, I, I'll drink the Labatt's. Yeah, are you, bu- wait, how come you don't like Bud Light? What's what's the matter with Bud Light? They're that Cholo, man. Wait, <laughs> doesn't Cholo mean bad gang? Cholo. Cho- yeah, you get diarrhea. Oh, okay. Bud Light okay. gives you diarrhea, All man. right. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't realize you had a, a gastrointestinal <laughs> and issue. And then the Labatt's, well, that gives you a headache, which is a little more tolerable. Okay, so you'll take the headache over the uh, Cholo. 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 Yeah. No, isn't that very similar to the other word you yes, said? Cholo. So you're telling me that Cholo is a bad gang, but Chodo is Cholo. diarrhea? Yeah. That's that bizarre. I mean, it's, I mean, you would think that, like, uh, the U.S. equivalent or the English equivalent would be, like, uh, uh, shit is diarrhea and shot would be gang. That's, like, the equivalent of that. But you're saying Cholo and Chodo are... Chodo. Okay. Like uh, chorizo? You know what chorizo is? Uh, it's something in food. Well, yeah, it's like a sausage, the Mexican breakfast sausage. Chorizo, chorizo. yeah, okay, sure. Well, it's basically chorizo. the same thing. It's chorro. They're not chorro. Oh, wow, that's fucking crazy. You know, that means you got diarrhea. You got the runs. Isn't English a harder language than Spanish? Or is that? am I getting that wrong? <sighs> Which one did you learn first? Well, first I just knew Spanish. Okay. Because we're from South Texas. Right. And it's all nothing but Spanish down there. So then when we moved up here... It was all English. So I had to learn English. Okay. So then over the years, as we were in school, I lost my Spanish. But my grandmother would continually talk to us. And gotcha. she would always tell us, you don't, you know, you got to know both languages, basically. Oh, yeah. Good thing she taught you that. And so then anytime we were with her, she would always talk to us in Spanish. So it was always, you know, so like my sisters, they don't, they don't speak any Spanish. Just me and my brother. Okay. And gotcha. so, you know, and then as time went on, more Mexicans and, you know, uh, Hondurans and all them started coming up here, so it became more now, necessity. Your grandkids are two of the most lovely children I've ever seen in my life. It's a very unique genetic mix here because um, your daughter's Mexican, mm-hmm. obviously, and her husband's half Japanese. Isn't that right? Chinese. Chinese. Okay. I get it straight. So. That produces I I those kids oh. are so lovely. They are he's, absolutely perfect. He's half Italian and Chinese. He's half Italian and Chinese. Yep. Oh my God. Your house is like the United Nations. Oh yeah. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Now David is the guy he's featured in that commercial. I saw you guys had another commercial that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, next TV. week I believe it is on Wood TV. I haven't shown it yet, but I will. Okay. I, I wanna I want it to hit on TV before I play it on here. But uh that, yeah, he's featured in the commercial. You're in the commercial. The whole family's in the commercial. You're speaking Spanish in the commercial. Have you gotten a lot of people, since you, you make that a point to say, uh, to tell everybody, hey, in the Hispanic community, I'm your guy. Do people call up and say, hey, I saw you on TV or whatever? And say, and they, We've they gotten speak, a, a few, you know. Who just don't speak English. They don't speak English, you know. So, like, the other day, I was at a lady's house that she had, I had contacted her on Facebook because they were asking on that yeah. neighborhood anonymous or whatever. Yeah. So I went over to her house, and, you know, I was talking to her in her English, and then all of a sudden it just came out, and I started talking in Spanish. Uh-huh. And her mom goes, ¿Por qué no me dijiste que hablar español? <laughs> I don't know. It just, you know. It so, just flies out it, of you. It's funny because sometimes I'll sit there and I'll, here, here, move over a little bit this I'll listen to them, move over this and okay. they don't realize that I know Spanish, right? Oh, she's fine. 
Um, and they don't know, they don't realize I know Spanish. Right. So they'll be sitting there, and I'm just listening to what they're saying. And then all of a sudden, I'll just come right out, and they're like, I'm like, yeah, I knew everything you said. I'm just waiting to see if they're waiting to say something. I love it. I love every second of it. I don't know what the fuck he said, but it sounded cool. So it's, I mean, they're both kind of difficult. So like if somebody comes from Mexico and they don't know English, Uh like my nieces down there, I talk to them in English, but they always tell me that it's a hard language for them to to pick up. Now downstairs, um, what what do you think is going on? I've got this... uh, it's a really simple thermostat. It's it's analog, one of those uh, Honeywell. You turn the dial deals, and it's heat only because that's all I have down there. That's what I bought. It's down there. The old one um, is, I guess, kaput. I have no idea. It's still down there too. Two wires. What in the hell is going on? I I, I put the red wire into the R and the white wire into the W. Nothing. I switched them. Nothing. Now it's off completely. Why did you turn the power on? You got a zone board down there too. A zone board? Yeah. That's for your different zones because you have the zone for the back area where KV says it. Yeah. And then you have the one for the basement. And then there's a board up there that's green. It's got little red lights on the side. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) You're telling (laughs) me that it. And then I'll tell you, you know, what zone's calling. You just say, turn it on? Is that what you're thinking might be? Well, probably. Oh, you could have a bad pump. I mean, I got to check the pumps, you know, to make sure they're working all right. right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I mean, it could turn this... into a very expensive repair, you know. I mean, after all, the guy that sold you all this equipment, you didn't know what the hell he was doing anyway, so yeah, you well, were... we put it back in in the day, you know. you Were were you working for Andy at the time? No, Penny. You were working for Penny at the time. Yeah, okay, Penny so Plumbing. That was uh, and they... I got, that guy, Mike, Mike, uh, yeah. what the hell was his I name? I don't he... remember him, but he, he was a salesman there. They came in and... He basically got me. I needed a new water heater, and they ended up selling me fucking everything. And you probably walked in and was like, "God damn, they really got this guy." And you were you had to help install that job right. as a contractor, right? Yeah, it was me. Uh, Jeff. Stop it! No, oh, she's fine. Jeff Shaman and uh, what's his name? Uh, Frank. Okay. The Nigerian, so, the Nigerian nightmare. Yes. Yeah, so uh, basically all these people come in and they're like, oh, and I'm like, oh, I, Diana, we need this. She's like, okay, how much can I, I don't know, like $90,000 or something like that. <laughs> all oh. that piping, there's, there's that whole, I cannot believe how much they had to install all this copper. Yeah. The, it's a whole room is copper. We have a copper mine in the basement. <laughs> yeah, that's some valuable stuff right now. If you're, hey, come on in and take my copper. That's three dollars and uh, twenty nine cents a pound. All right, tell everybody so, goodbye. I'm gonna, uh, uh, I'm gonna say goodbye too. So. I gotta work. Actually, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna see Joe down. I'm gonna see Joe out. Calm these dogs on, and then we'll finish the show. Oh, hey, wait a minute! But before you do that, I never told you. Uh, so we partnered up with DT Energy. We're doing a combustion analysis test. On furnaces, so basically you can get a tune-up for free. What? You get a tune-up for free. So, and what we'll do is we'll come in and we'll put hook up our machine, which is a little bit different than what we normally do. Yeah. It takes a little bit longer because we got to take different readings. Uh-huh. And we hook up the machine out of there, and it tells me how efficient your equipment is. Okay. okay. And then how does that? So then I just fill out the, the form for DT Energy, uh-huh. and then... Submit it to DT Energy, and you don't pay anything, because technically DT is paying us. 
Okay. So, so you've been able to do that with them. It's like a three three person deal. So yeah, this is great information. I can't believe you. I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah, so, we just got it last week. I think it was okay from DT Energy. So and you're so, telling me that when they call you at six one six five one six eighty five seventy nine, you can end up. You will. You'll go there. They'll get the tune up, and then the documentation that you provide the customer. No, nope. doesn't it? It's not a rebate. No. Well, it's a rebate for us. For you. For us. So, so it's not costing it's you. It's not anything. coming out of your pocket. No. The customer's pocket. Correct. So oh if somebody if somebody calls me up, they want to tune up, we'll come in, we'll do the combustion. All we need is a DT Energy account number, and we submit it to DT Energy, and you don't pay us anything at all. So we'll come in for free and do the tune-up, and then DT Energy will pay us for doing it. Why are they doing that? That seems like it's... A, what, how, does that, how is that good for DTE? Well, because then it's like a selling, it's like a selling point. So, for example, if I come in and we come in and we do a test on your furnace and we say it's operating at 68% efficient yeah, and you have a 90% furnace, well, then let's upgrade your furnace. And so then it's, it's like a selling point, basically. But at the same time, it's letting you know that your equipment is operating... Efficiently, okay. And DTE wants you running efficient Efficient. equipment. Yep. And And that's the whole goal is for them to. So, like for example, with my house, my house, my I figured out my gas bill for the whole month, and mind you, I only got a twelve twelve hundred square foot home. It's not that big, but my gas bill for the whole year is five hundred fifty dollars a year. Oh my god. And that's running efficiently with my furnace at ninety percent. This is why you got to have this guy come in here to do all this shit. This is what this is what I've been talking about. And then we'll have a table October 27th at the Griffins game. We're going to give away free hockey pucks, foam ones, and uh, some pens and some flyers. And, yeah, come see us. I guess you're done. Up. You're just getting up and leaving oh, me. Well, In the you middle said, of a conversation, you just, you, you just get up. Were, you said you were done. Well, you were, I know. I was done. But at, at the same time, you got to the beach. You wake up. Wrong man. This is what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to talk about. You just get up and start fucking walking away. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> so wait a minute so what um if they go to your facebook page they can win hockey tickets yes is that right done. no it's, it's that's done. done never mind so again what is the date of the hockey game october 27th uh tim kuypers won uh, four tickets to the griffins on friday i love next, that next week friday i love him uh, he's, Casey, gonna take, Darla. he's gonna take zeke with him so we'll get to see them but yeah we're gonna have a table on a concourse next week friday okay Give out a few goodies, some All right, now we go. Now we go. Now you want me to go? Now we go. Team got a I'll be right back. I'll be right back. That was spectacular. I really, hey, whoever suggest, whoever talked me into that, which one, there was several of you saying, oh, yeah, put them on, put them on. No, that was great. That was so much fun. Holy shit. Uh, rave reviews. Nick says, 10 bucks, Eric forgot to turn the power on. Well, to be fair, I didn't even know it had a power supply. I just thought you put the thermostat in and it starts working. I probably bought a thermostat and didn't even need a thermostat. I don't give a shit. As long as it's not so goddamn cold down there. Uh... Rick, uh, Ryan says the two of you could have a roundtable Chuck Todd style with the former president. Uh, 
donut dances. This is the best show of the year. Amy says, oh my God, this is fantastic. Stevie says, Joe goes to the basement to flip a switch. All right. I'm glad we did that. A little embarrassed at how much of a shit. This this shit this will give me um, everything I need to actually clean this room. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. Smells like anal dog anal gland and dog vagina and dog asshole in this room. Uh, I would like to thank my policy shop insurance. That is Frank Fuss. Get your insurance from the marketplace through Frank. It's important to note that if you work for the man and you get your insurance from the man, that's great. It doesn't cost you hardly anything. But when you add your family to the mix, that gets expensive. And you're basically at the mercy of the boss because you have to use the policy option that they pay for. And let's be honest, sometimes the boss goes on the cheap and the insurance isn't that great. Huge copay. Uh, not that great of a prescription plan. Wouldn't it be nice if for the rest of your family, they got to choose from dozens of different plans and you didn't have to pay for the premium or the full premium. New this year at healthcare.gov, you keep your insurance with the boss, but when it comes to the rest of your family, you can utilize healthcare.gov. Now, when you utilize healthcare.gov, um, a good portion of the premium is paid for by a uh, tax rebate. Okay. The government pays for it. Don't ask me how, don't ask me why, but that's just the way it is. I use the example of easy's policy for me and the girls, not Jackie, Maddie and mom is $1,950. I pay five seventy five a month because I have not hit the earning threshold. Once you hit the earning threshold, then you're fucked. Then you got to pay that back at the end of the year, the tax subsidy. But if you work with Frank, he's going to say, all right, let's look at your income. Let's look at the threshold. Now I'm going to figure out with you how you make this work. Yes, you're a great candidate for this. Yes, I can do this all for you. And this takes about 10 minutes for you through a phone call. And it doesn't cost you a dime. It's worth it to reach out to Frank. Do it by going to buyinsurancehere.com. B-U-Y insurancehere.com. He will help you. The asshole of the day, asshole of the day. Uh, it's been uh, been a lot going on here, and I, I I don't really remember what the fuck we talked about, so I, I couldn't tell you who the asshole of the day is going to be. Uh, yesterday, it was Joran Vandersloot. This is, of course, brought to you by TC Paintball. David in Hudsonville says, that is way expensive for insurance. Well, Sure. Uh, $1,975 premium or $1,950 a month premium is expensive. I chose that. That's the policy I want. It's a great policy. Um, But I don't pay for that. I pay $575 a month. That's not expensive for that policy. But thank you for chiming in anyway. Mr. I don't know who you are. Uh, 
Let's see. Asshole today, Biden for having used pussy head. That is horrible. What a what a comment that is. My God. Uh, I'm going to go with Darla because she trumps Linda. Linda, with just a stupid comment to get the first part of the show going about health care in America. But she's just barely squeaking by. That's not as bad, barely, as Darla, my puppy, who ate her shit again today in this studio. Thank you for being here on the podcast. I appreciate you. I'll be back with the Patreon. Till next time. Bye-bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.